This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1383. I'm your host, Greg Audino, and today I've got a question for you that's all about dating and the expectations we bring to it that inevitably get us into trouble. (laughs) A lot of adults are having a hard time getting excited about those they find themselves on dates with, and uh, hopefully today we can shed some light on why. So let's hear the question, let's offer some support, and optimize your life. I'm having a very difficult time finding a guy that I'm excited about. I date a lot and meet some nice people that are always interested in seeing me again, but I usually mentally check out sometime during the first date. Shouldn't there be excitement during a first date? Or am I not giving these guys enough time? I remember having more enthusiasm about boyfriends when I was younger, so I know the feeling I'm looking for, but no one lights it up anymore. I can't tell if it's dating that has changed or if it's me. Ah, you've both changed. Good question. I don't know how old you are, but something tells me a lot of people, especially around my age anyway, are feeling this way. Aren't we supposed to be getting married around now? Wasn't that the plan? Are we going to actually be one of those people who doesn't end up getting married? This is definitely the mental commentary where I'm from. I don't know uh, about your background, though. Of course, both you and the dating world have changed since your younger days when you were dating guys and being excited about it. That's how it goes. It sounds to me like you're just looking for that childhood wonderment that, more often than not, fades over time. We see it in all areas of life, right? And among all species. I am I'm currently reminded of my kitten right now as I am watching him harass one of the older cats. What an example, right? So he's a youngster, and he does as youngsters do. He runs from destination to destination. He finds a way to play with everything in sight. And he's constantly amused because everything is new to him, and he's not weighed down by physical or mental stress. Conversely, the older cat, she watches him closely as she tries to sleep. She might give him a little swat or a hiss to leave her alone, and other times she will run with him. But for the most part, her definition of fun has changed, and different things now enthuse her, mainly sleeping in the sunlight. Seventeen years ago, she was the baby, enthused by the same things the kitten is now. These cats were both rescued from the same streets of Providence at roughly the same age, they've been raised around the same people, and they will likely follow the same trajectory. We all know that humans do the same thing in all areas of life. As we get older, our childhood versions of fun, they change. Our childhood versions of responsibility change. Our childhood versions of health change. Everything changes. Yet, because of the Because of the magic and timelessness we like to attach to love, 
we like to think that our romantic relationships should always require the same childhood wonderment. You know, the butterflies, the non-stop talking, the can't-get-my-mind-off-of-you-nothing-else-matters sort of stuff. But that changes too. It's inevitable for everyone. Yet, we hate to believe it because it seems less magical. We often feel it's silly to not go for someone who we don't instantly feel taken over by. But it's so much easier for that to happen when we're younger. And by continuing to search for that same thing when we're older, we cheat ourselves of a lot of good potential partners. So, while the dating landscape has drastically changed with the apps and the incessant texting before meeting, which is another conversation for another time, I would say those changes are still minimal compared to the changes that we undergo by merely aging. Such changes include things like having less time for others, being more distracted by other significant priorities, carrying trauma and attachment issues around, uh, acknowledging urges we may sometimes have for other people, and the list goes on. And this is nothing to be sad about, it's just evolution. It's not to say that the magic of romance doesn't exist, not at all. But it is to say that that magic has changed, and it's important to be comfortable and realistic about that change if we stand to have good romantic relationships as we continue to age. Note, this is not the same thing as settling, okay? I would not encourage that. Sure, we are we're settling for the changes that have occurred, We have no choice but to do that. This is different from settling for a person that we don't like just for the sake of being in a relationship. As you become aware of and comfortable with the facts of dating as an adult, as well as your own shortcomings, you must become aware of and comfortable with the shortcomings of others. This is called accepting people, not settling. So, with all this in mind, it's time to redefine the magic you're looking for. I might first consider looking towards what you seek in a friendship. You can find someone who has similar values, someone who will help you out in a time of need, someone who has a similar story, someone who enjoys the same hobbies, someone you just have good rapport with. Items like these form a very good foundation for dating, but are often overlooked because it's hard for ourselves and others to both find these qualities and display these qualities when we are instead scrutinizing the people across the table for little things based on this fairy tale like romance. And it's not to say the butterflies don't come sometimes for some people, but I'm not sure it's practical to say it's butterflies or bust, you know? Of course, it's up to you to decide which qualities you look for in a romantic partner are negotiable and which are non negotiable. But, generally speaking, your Prince Charming might have bad teeth. He might have a dead-end job. He might have a hard time hanging out in big crowds. He might devote Fridays to his friends. He might be nervous around you at first. He might not be a good dresser. He might prefer not to travel, God forbid. These are many realities of adult dating, and there are countless more. Once you see how they exist in you and your partners, you'll be in a good position to date as you'll be open to the less than magical in everyone. And hey, if you still can't find someone that aligns with your new definition of magic, that's okay too. Many people today are less enticed by relationships as they've been known in the past. And whether that's due to not being willing to flex on our childlike versions of love 
or excitement over freedom or saving money or anything in between, we don't need to find someone. You know, generating enough value from other areas in life that no one you meet is worth replacing something that's already in your schedule, it's fine. Not everyone talks about it yet, but it's fine. To stand the best chance at finding happiness with yourself and happiness with someone else, however, it is time to acknowledge the changes that have occurred since the old days. All right, thank you again to the woman who sent this question in. I sort of feel like there are a lot of ways this question could have been answered. Could have gone down a whole rabbit hole of like dating theory and advice, but hopefully uh, my interpretation of your question and thus my answer to it was helpful to you. If not, let me know and I'll tweak it accordingly. Everyone else, go ahead and email us any questions that you might have uh, and that you'd like to get answered on this show. Email advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com. We'll take your questions there and do what we can for you. We are done for now, though. I appreciate you being here. Enjoy your Saturday, everyone, and I'll see you tomorrow for both our regularly scheduled episode as well as our weekly Sunday bonus episode. That's where your optimal life awaits.